it is important for us not to forget where we come from. It's important that we don't forget don't we don't forget how difficult things can be. Welcome to the Leadership Download Podcast. Well, this podcast episode is a follow-up to a previous podcast that we did with a special guest, Pastor Todd Bishop. Uh, Pastor Todd Bishop is the lead pastor of Church Unleashed in Long Island, New York. And he just released his new book, Leadership Unleashed, Take Your Life to Another Level. And so in this episode, Travis and I take a deep dive into a few lessons on this book, Leadership Unleashed. So we hope you really enjoy this podcast episode and feel free to also catch the uh, interview with Pastor Todd Bishop as well. Thank you and we hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Leadership Download Lounge today as we are together uh, talking leadership. Cameron, how you doing? Good. How are you doing, Travis? Doing great, doing great. We've been wrapping up some uh, training videos that we're putting together for the uh, TC Leadership Academy and we are been traveling to down to Atlanta for uh, a conference with Dr. Sam Chan and uh, Mark Tyne Van Tilborough, and also, I mean, we've just been, we've been busy, it's been good to be back together, but uh, we figured we'd slow down for here for a few minutes to, uh, to talk to our Leadership Download uh, podcast community. So, Cameron, what do you got on the docket for us today? So, yeah, right here, we have, uh, we actually had uh, Pastor Todd Bishop on the Leadership Download podcast. We talked to him about his new book that just came out, Leadership Unleashed. So check out that podcast. It wasn't too long ago where we had him on the podcast where he talked about his heart of the book. Um, and you can also get your copy at toddbishop.tv. So um, really what we're going to unpack is really the first two lessons to give you a taste, not only of the book, but really take some leadership lessons that we think is really important for you. So. You know, lesson number one we're going to start with is never ask anyone to do what you're unwilling to do. Mm. And this is so important, Travis. Don't you agree? Oh, absolutely. You know, I think for for leaders, uh, especially in this current generation, we are, we are often asking our people to do some tough things. Uh, we're asking them to make tough decisions. We're asking them to potentially make cuts. We're asking them to go out and, and do hard work, um, and I think that can be difficult. You know, one of the things I think that actually made me so successful early on in my management career was that I um, became a general manager for the first time at a location that I was a frontline employee in. So I, I, I had a reputation of being a hard worker being someone who's basically done every position there is on the field. So when I got into the position of, in leadership, there wasn't a hard transition with me because um, I, everything that I ask people to do, I have done before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it made such a difference where I've seen leaders who have are in leadership but have never really done the, the hard work. And there's often this major struggle there, Right. So why should we ask someone to do something that we're not willing to do ourselves or we haven't done ourselves? Um, it's just a show of respect. It really just sets a good tone for uh, the team to know that you have done it and you are willing to do it. Um, in fact, sometimes it's better. I mean, just I mean, get out there and just do it with the team 
even though you don't have to do it anymore. It makes mm-hmm. a huge difference in morale and just letting the team know that, hey, you know what, I respect the fact that you guys have tough work to do, and, I've, and I'm, I'm right here with you. I understand what it's like to be on your side of the, the deal. And it makes a huge difference because I remember this takes me back to one of my leaders when I was a frontline employee. When this person used to come on the trenches and on the line with us and work side by side, during times when it was needed, when it was not needed, it showed that this person truly cared for the team. And for me, that meant a lot. It made me motivated to want to do even better. And realizing that this leader is someone that I could rely on and was a servant leader, it makes a huge difference because I've also been in environments where I've been, where the leader is not willing to do what they're telling me to do. Yeah. They're not willing to learn even if they don't know, especially when new leaders come on board. But I mean, it's just so important to be there for your team, be willing Mm -hmm. to take out the trash, be willing to clean those bathrooms, be willing to, to do every aspect of the job that uh, that you, of the your team members on your team, because he, first of all, if you don't know the job of what your team members do, yeah, that that's that's really a, a no no. Like you have to be willing to learn, understand what they go through on a day to day basis, and it's not until you understand what they go through on a day to day basis and what each team member does in the various departments, you won't necessarily appreciate them. Fully. Yeah, absolutely. One, one of the things that I've noticed, and, and, and I unfortunately have worked for people who have been in this position, I would say, even if you've done it in the past, you know, I've worked for leaders who maybe once upon a time had been in a position of they were doing frontline work or they were doing the hard work, but it had been 20, 30 years since they had done it. And they have forgotten what it felt feels like. And I said, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes leaders make today is they forget what it was like to be in the frontline position. And I mean, I'm talking directly to leaders right here when I say it is important for us not to forget where we come from. It's important that we don't forget, not, don't, we don't forget how difficult things can be. And we, we set these expectations and we, we put we, we set these high standards of things that we want accomplished, you know, uh, and then just walk away. And then we expect everything to just be hunky-dory and everything's just going to be fine. It's a joke. It's a joke because we are asking people to do things that we're not even sure sometimes are actually possibly possible to be done. You know, I can remember one, one time in particular, we were short-staffed. And one of my supervisors was complaining. He was saying, you know, we're just, there's no way we're going to be able to service this many aircraft in, in, this, in this period of time without service failures. And, you know, and I, and I told him, I was like, no, you can do it. You can figure it. Believe me, you can do it. I've done it before. And he's like, nah, just, this is kind of this garbage. We're just going to fail. And I said, you know, so I, I was just sitting there. I said, you know what? I'm going to stay today. So I stayed for the whole afternoon into the evening, into the night shift. And, and I stayed with that, that supervisor, and guess what we did? We serviced all the aircraft as planned with a short staff, and I showed him, hey, this is possible to do. Guess what I never got from him ever again? I, he never came back to me again and said, this is impossible. Because he now, he, he not only did we do it, but we did it together. And his respect for me just kept going like this. 
just thinking, I, I could have also lost a ton of respect in those moments as well by just choosing to just said, you know what, it's your job. You can do it. Work hard. Don't worry about. You know, you can do it. Quit complaining. Get in the truck and go home. And unfortunately, that's what a lot of managers do. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of leaders do. And they're unwilling to do that hard job. They're unwilling to grind it out from time to time. You know, not every time is that the right thing to do. But there are times where you have to put things aside and say, you know what, today I need to show you that I understand what what I'm asking of you. So I'm going to be here with you. There's other times I've done that where I've actually ended up running into trouble and actually finding out, hey, this job has changed a little bit since I've done it. And I need to make help them make some adjustments. So... It's a win-win situation. Either you're going to find out, either they're going to find out that, hey, the boss man knows how to do this just as good as I do, or better. Or you're, they're going, or you're going to find out, yeah, there's some gaps in my, my understanding here, and i got to dig figure, figure it all out. Yeah, and there's also situations where you're going to have leaders where they just don't know the job at all. Yeah. They're from outside the industry. It's a different company, different procedures, whatever, operating systems, just culture in general. Yeah. And I remember I went to a new organization at one point and didn't know anything about it. And really what you can do, you simply start basic, start asking questions, learning about the role, and then getting assimilated to what does my team go through on a day-to-day basis. You know, shadowing every department, every different aspect of the job. That way you develop an understanding and appreciation of that. And then you start serving in some capacity whether it's riding along with them helping them the technical side doing something where you're adding value yeah you're just not pointing and telling them what to do is like you're helping them get the job done and you're also adding value to them yeah in my in my master class the seven seven things every manager should know we t- we really talk about this idea of every person as they're being onboarded should spend time in each section each department each position and and if you're you happen to be the senior leader or a manager and you're moving into a company or or to an operation where you're unfamiliar with things i would highly suggest even then you take time to kind of step down out of the ivory tower and go and figure out you know what each department does you know it in, in a week if you took a week and you just spent a little time in each department, you could r- radically change uh, the way you lead your organization. Because you'd have a completely different perspective and understanding of what what's going on on a daily basis. So, absolutely. We, need to, we don't need to ask our people to do anything that we're not willing to do. Yeah. So, you know, think about what is it that you really need to change to become that leader that is willing to do what you are asking your team members to do. So the next lesson that we're going to talk about is lesson number two from Todd Bishop's book, Leadership Unleashed, and it's every moment matters. You know, we have to really use that every moment, every minute when we're on the job, even outside of our work environments, is cherish every moment and really you know, oftentimes our days just go by. We get busy. We sometimes forget to have those touch points with our team. Because I know there's many days that I've experienced where just the busyness of the day 
conference calls, emails, phone calls, whatever, you know, you get so consumed and then you just like, oh, I haven't even spent time with the team today. So really making those moments matter. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I like to talk about is, is that leaders are readers. And what I mean by that is leaders have the ability to read the room and know when they need to capitalize on, on, on special moments. And they know when, when, it, when it's time to, to, to capitalize on a special moment. They see maybe I, I can give you two different ends of the spectrum here. They've just seen an employee provide a, an excellent customer service to, to a customer and they see that as a moment to seize, to walk up to them and say, you're doing excellent work. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Recognize them publicly. There are also those times where there may be some type of major service failure has just happened. And this is that opportunity when the manager's getting ready to go off, go off the deep end and start fussing at the employees for the failure. But they read the room and realize this is a teachable moment. And they calmly sit down and say, okay, where did we fail? Where did mistakes did we make? They capitalize on every moment. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, and I've, I've worked for leaders that are a lot, that often they don't possess the ability to read the room. So, how do you read the room? You, you got to slow down and be observant. Mm-hmm. You got to actually be in, be take the time to be present where you are. Oftentimes as leaders, we're, we're blowing through a room of people. We're blowing through our break rooms. We're blowing through the hallways. And we're just rushing from thing to thing to thing. And we're not focused on the people. And one of the things I'm realizing as I mature as a leader is that you know being able to have a couple of special moments each day, even as a father, it's very important for me to have a couple of special moments with my children each day. As a husband, I want to have special moments with a touch points with my wife each day where we have an opportunity to make uh, special moments together um, and be able to communicate that. Um, but we have to be willing to slow down. But we also have to be able to be willing to get the eyes off of ourselves. Mm-hmm. See, some of us, we think we're, we're living in this superhero story that we are the hero we're everything right we're the but but we're the only actor in the whole movie like like we're worth you know in every scene and and we are the 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 victor in every in everything we do but that's not reality there's there's tons of other people in our lives and so yeah your your story if we made a movie about cameron tomorrow cameron you'd be the main character but guess what i i would be a sub character in your story and we got to remember taking those that, that opportunity to take those moments to just slow down, read the room. Well, what needs to happen in this moment? That's where, like, you start talking about like next level leadership. That's where it starts happening. Mm-hmm. And where it truly starts is working towards what matters most. Yeah. Right. And I remember one of my first leaders. Um, he used to come in the office every day and turn on the lights in the office, get situated, computer on. But he didn't sit. His first point was to talk with the team. Yeah. Spend time with the team, see what's going on, ask questions, hang out for a little bit, have a cup of coffee. Then, you know, sometimes it would be half hour, sometimes it would be 15 minutes, depending on what's going on. Sometimes it would be just an hour, just yeah. hanging out, if it, was, if it was the perfect timing. And then he would go to his office, do his thing, and every time he had a lull, 
he would come back, check in, see yeah. how things are going. And so I try to kind of emulate that too in some fashion is, you know, not not just keeping ourselves busy during the day, but really working towards what matters and prioritizing properly. Because we often can get consumed with stuff that doesn't really matter. Yeah, It can be put off to, for something else, but spending time with your team and, and really cherishing those different moments uh, makes a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what we want to focus on. We just want to focus on taking the opportunity to, to, to value a few moments a day. It will make the biggest difference in the lives of the people who you are responsible for. Like I said, this goes beyond just leadership in the workplace. This is family. This is friends. This is relationships. Taking that time is so critical. Yep. So, um, hope you enjoyed learning two lessons from this book, Leadership Unleashed. We just went through lesson one, never ask anyone to do what you are unwilling to do. And lesson two, every moment matters. We hope we gave you a good flavor of this book. So grab your copy today, toddbishop.tv. So the website is toddbishop.tv. You have the book and the study guide available, and we greatly appreciate your support for a good friend, Pastor Todd Bishop. Uh, we hope we added value to your leadership today, and thank you for your support of the podcast. Um, if you want to find out more about some of the work that we're doing, feel free to check out our website, tcadvisorygroup.com. All the info is up on there. Follow us on social media, and uh, if you're looking to connect with us or a resource that you need, that you're looking for, feel free to connect with us on there as well. Thank you for tuning in on today's podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one.